podcasts from the cat. We should hopefully have Michelle from Michelle Flynn Coaching, who has brought to us the concept Learn to Live. She should be on the phone with us now. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Michelle? I can indeed. Morning, Megan. Morning. How are you? I'm very well this morning. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. Thank you for asking. It was a frosty start this morning, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it? I'm sorry. I think it was minus three in Brighton where I am, so very chilly. My goodness. How have you spent your morning so far? Well, um, even though it was absolutely freezing, I still managed to get a little 5k run in. I like to go down to the seafront and start my day with um, a little run and some fresh air. Um, but yeah, definitely needed a nice cup of tea when I walked back through the front door. I'm not surprised. I'm very, very jealous that you've managed to have some sea breeze on your face this morning. I love being by the seaside and the water and the sand and the fresh air and just feeling like you're at the end of the end of the universe or end of the world. It just, oh, I just love being by the beach. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm planning on going sea swimming at the weekend, but let's see whether that actually works or not. Might be too cold. (laughs) I was going to say, check that weather because it looks to be (laughs) a very frosty weekend. My goodness, you're braver than I am, that's for certain. I think I'd have to be layering up and getting lots and lots of uh, wetsuits on. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Um, So to start off with, Michelle, tell us how and why you detached, um, why you ditched the corporate life um, and job to immerse yourself into the wonderful health and wellbeing sector and become a health coach. Yes, absolutely. It was quite a big change after over 20 years in the recruitment industry, which I absolutely loved. But six years ago, um, I woke up one morning and had um, what was a suspected heart attack. So um, my husband had to call the paramedics and we were only recently married. So what's quite interesting is that the one thing that I remember being able to hear him sort of referring to was saying, my wife has collapsed. (laughs) And sort of Who's that? Who's right. the wife? <laughs> Still getting used to that that term. Oh, um, and then, for, uh, fortunately, it wasn't a heart attack, but it was my body's way of sort of telling me I had to stop. Um, oh, no. But what was interesting was I didn't really change anything for the next three years and just continued to sort of be ill quite a lot, exhausted. I was gaining weight, and um, it all came to a head where I was found collapsed again. Oh, and I, I thought, see. enough's enough. I need to do something about this. Yes. So. Um, decided to uh, invest some time, some money and uh, take myself um, away from my normal life to go to a retreat for two weeks, um, which completely changed my life. And from that point on, I decided that I'd really um, felt empowered with how to live. So I wanted to help others. So I decided to retrain. And now I work full time as a health coach doing one to one coaching and corporate talks. So I feel very fortunate to be able to have taken what I've learned and help others. Exactly. And, and I know, obviously, it's awful that um, as what's happened happened. But sometimes um, we need, uh, you know, tragic things to happen to make us understand that we need to change, don't we? So and going to re- a retreat, I think, did you did you say that you went to Phuket? Is that where you were? I did. I went to a retreat called Phuket Cleanse, which absolutely changed my life. And uh, I've been back there three times now. And as soon as lockdown finishes, I am absolutely <laughs> heading straight back there again. You're going um, back. It's an amazing place. That sounds incredible. And that's obviously where our mutual friends, the lovely Vicky, um, that's where you guys met each other as well, wasn't it? So tell us about your experience of being on a retreat. So, you know, what actually happens, you know, when you're there? 
Yeah, so I turned up. I went on my own. So I uh, left my husband at girl home. Power, girl power, girl uh, power. Absolutely. Um, as I arrived, I must admit, I thought, what am I doing? <laughs> I have just left my home and come to the, sort of somewhere I've never been before um, for two weeks. Um, within five minutes, I absolutely knew I'd made the right decision. I just felt like I was at home. Oh. Um, I felt like I was with family. Makes me quite emotional talking about it, actually. Oh, that's lovely. And um, I spent two weeks just really getting to know myself, getting to understand what had been wrong, why I was getting sick all the time, yeah. working with the health coaches there and the nutritionists and the yoga teachers and sort of so many um sort of experts that I got to spend time with, but also just being part of a community of people who had also taken time out of their lives to focus on sort of improving themselves in whatever that was that they needed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I absolutely recommend it to anybody that is sort of got the opportunity to do it. But there's also sort of ones that are much more local. There are day retreats um, in the UK. There are weekend retreats. I've actually hosted one myself. So it's okay. not that you have to go for two weeks to Thailand, but obviously I'm very fortunate and met amazing friends, including Vicky, who was teaching me yoga whilst I was over there. Oh, amazing. Amazing, amazing. I love it. I hopefully definitely want to go. Well, I was hoping after obviously I had um, back surgery, in, uh, second back surgery in January and I was hoping to take myself off to a retreat after, but then obviously COVID hit us. <laughs> so it knocked that one out the window, but it is something that I have on my bucket list. I definitely want to um, to, to go to a retreat and uh, yeah, just uh, become enlightened. I mean, I've become enlightened along the way anyway, but I definitely, uh, I know that going to these retreats treats the you know they're, they're sort of um they help you find who you are aren't they don't they yeah there's something very um special about really stopping and sort of listening to your body and understanding what it's trying to tell you and um being in a place that absolutely is 100 percent focused on that there, there's no sort of better way to do that so absolutely if you're up for that when lockdown is over then count me in and let's, let's to go Phuket. together let's go that's a deal definitely going together brilliant so earlier on in the show um i was talking about self-love um and um obviously and how important it is to love ourselves and why a lot more of us don't know that this is the foundation of all love. So in your experience and things that you've come across and um, obviously lots of people that you've helped, have you found that self-love is lacking? Yes, without a doubt. The amount of people that when I ask them to tell me what they love about themselves, they can't name a single thing. Gosh. And that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and I think people are so busy and they often sort of feel that self-love is selfish. But I always remind them that the only relationship you have in life from the minute you're born to the minute that you die is with yourself. Yeah. So you have to invest time in it and you have to bring focus to it. But sadly, it's something that often just becomes bottom of the priority list, whether it's because there's children, there's work, there's sort of general sort of lockdown um, challenges that finding that time to commit to self-love often just doesn't become a priority. It goes out the window, doesn't it? But it is obviously difficult to find the time. I mean, obviously, um, you know, like, like you were saying, you're like busy mums, and I mean, they're the worst, aren't they? You know, they, they always put themselves last, which is an incredible thing to do because of course uh, 
this just shows how devoted to their you know the children and family that they are um but they need to look after number one we all need to look after number one and um it is very important to try and put that practice just take that time out and allow ourselves that time into practice every single day but it's easier said than done do you have any tips for us <laughs> I completely agree it's definitely easier said than done um, and it is hard when you've got a, a busy life and you've got kids and but it's also about sort of being a role model I was talking to one of my clients yesterday and um, she was having a bit of a challenging time at work and her son said to her mummy I think you need to go into the other room and do a little bit of headspace um, <laughs> I and I just thought that was brilliant that sort of he was aware that a, she was overwhelmed, but yes. that she needed to take some time out and that she was being that amazing role model that she was doing that. And I think sometimes we have to stop and look at how we spend our day. Yes. Um, I often get people to draw a 24-hour clock and to put in their the different sections of sleep and work and cooking and homeschooling and all of the things that we fill our day in. Um, to find where that time is and maybe where we're, we're wasting a bit of time, maybe a little bit too much time on social media. I know I'm very guilty of that one. Um, or maybe it's just sort of time that we could choose to use a bit more wisely. But I think the main message is it doesn't have to be sitting down for an hour. It can be five minutes whilst sort of you're waiting for the pasta to boil to make the kids lunch. <laughs> yeah. um, just those small periods of time can make all the difference. Definitely, definitely. Thinking of positive affirmations, you know, I love myself whilst brushing your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I was, uh, was listening to a podcast um, about behavioural change and one of their um, tips is that as you turn the shower on whilst you're waiting for it to heat up, um, look in the mirror and tell yourself a reason why you love yourself. And if you can't think of something, then love yourself because you've got eyesight or love yourself because you've got legs or start with something that is just a fact. True, yes. Um, and then the more that you build up to that, maybe it'd be, I love myself because I'm kind, I love myself because I'm funny, um, or whatever it might be, so that you can really start to... Um, believe in it because with affirmations more often than not we tell ourselves the negative things I'm not successful I'm not happy and the more you tell yourself that the more you're going to believe it and that absolutely works in reverse when you start to tell yourself the positive definitely what we put out into the universe is is what the universe gives us back if we put out negativity unfortunately we're just going to receive it but if the more love and positivity and um, happiness that we put out then hopefully well we, we we reap what we sow don't we as they say so it's very 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 true absolutely so if there was one daily practice for self-love what do you think the best one would be i would start with getting enough sleep yes. which might sound a little odd because it's not whilst we're awake but if we don't start with getting a really good night's sleep then the whole next day as we know is so much more difficult yeah so i would start with making sleep a priority and even if that's just getting an extra 10 minutes um, whether that's just not watching that extra box set episode that you're tempted by. Um, <laughs> Some of them are very addictive. Sort of, <laughs> yeah, it's a difficult one. Um, but realising that sleep is fundamentally your body's life support system. Yes. So making that a priority because we all feel better when we wake up having had a good night's sleep. Definitely. They'll 
words of wisdom definitely from an absolute pro thank you so much and it's been lovely 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 to have you on the show today um so just a quick one most importantly if our listeners have enjoyed what they've listened to today and they want to put some of those things into practice and they want to get in contact with you how do they do so where can we find you Absolutely. Well, my website is uh, com. but you can also find me on Instagram and on Facebook under Michelle Flynn Coaching as well. Oh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been great fun chatting, Megan. No problem at all. Lots of love and have a fabulous day. And you, bye. Bye. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.